Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. Today, I am coming at you live, carrying around a box of tissues, and still fighting off and dealing with a nasty head cold, but I haven't had a cold like this in years, probably. You know, the kind where literally you are walking around with a box of tissues and not moving much and staying bundled under a bunch of blankets. And I'm going to try to get through this without coughing or sneezing or needing to blow my nose. But I had been giving some thought to, you know, this experience because it's also probably the first time since all the pandemic stuff happened that I legitimately just have like a normal cold, right? Like that those things still exist and we, we still have them in the world. Did I take a test? Yes. You know, just to, we, we want to still be cognizant and, you know, it could be anything is always the thing. But in thinking about that, you know, I, I had a couple thoughts around this. One of them being like the only, well, not the only, but <laughs> what I would argue the biggest benefit that has come out of this whole pandemic experience and all of this is that it forced us all to slow down and listen when we weren't feeling well. And even in some cases when we were just with the whole quarantining and, you know, if you are sick at all, not being out and about and around people and not to say that, you know, if you go out sick, that's always a bad thing, but we have operated for so long, especially in the U S I would say even more so than Europe. Cause when I lived over there, I had a very different experience from what we get here, but, you know, we're always looking for the medicine that's going to help us feel better and operating on this. I don't have time for this. So I'm just going to push and push and not give myself the time and space and that I need for rest and to heal. And I was thinking about this this week because I work from home now and, you know, there's no reason why I couldn't still show up on zoom and do my coaching sessions with my clients and all that. And I legitimately felt terrible enough on Friday that I, I canceled like my favorite thing of the week, which is our group call. And I was just like, you know what? I need to rest. And that's, that's okay. And I was thinking back to even three or four years ago when I was still actively, you know, practicing as a chiropractor, it was a lot more challenging to cancel my day when I had, you know, 20 or 25 people on the schedule. And it would have taken more for me to just push that pause button and be like, no, this is what I need right now because time is money and who has time for that? And you don't want to, you know, cancel on people and you still have stuff to do. And what we fail to recognize is that when we have symptoms and have, you know, not feeling well, obviously I'm still quite congested if you can't tell from this, but my energy is coming back. Right. And so I'm starting to feel a bit better and I know I'm on the tail end of this thing, but when we have those symptoms and stuff, we want to either it's, we don't want to feel bad or we just don't want to take time to deal with it. And we fail to recognize that these are the ways that our body naturally fights whatever's going on, be it COVID or something else, you know, a, a fever as scary as they can be and all of that, they're designed to help our body fight off whatever's invaded our 
invaded our system and is, you know, wreaking havoc on us. A cold and mucus and snot and coughing and sneezing and all the things is helping get something out of the respiratory tract and mucus is binding to it. And then you're literally expelling it, whatever, whatever version of those things is happening. And if we don't take the time to let our bodies deal with that as they know how and have the capacity to do, honestly, it prolongs things and we end up less healthy and all of those things going into it. And so I've had some interesting conversations come out of, you know, me dealing with this this last week because I actually got hit with a double whammy. I got my period and it's cold came on like at the same time. And I was just thinking back on like, okay, what was I doing that, you know, set me up for this kind of experience to happen. And and there were two things, you know, we did a turn and burn to Minnesota to pick up my son. And that generally means when we're flying from Alaska, we leave at three o'clock in the morning and fly all night and then, you know, get there in the afternoon. So we're still doing stuff. And even though we slept 10 hours that first night we were there picking up my son, I didn't sleep at all that night. I have the aura ring, so it measures, you know, sleep and whatnot. And like, it got nothing. (laughs) There was nothing. And I knew that I don't sleep well on planes. And then, you know, we went to a concert the second night, slept for like five hours and then flew all the way back to Alaska. So I had no stress, like no sleep. Um, You know, we were in a different place. We were eating out because we were in a hotel and not that I ate poorly or anything. It's just different. Right. And so that kind of set up a sequela of the perfect storm to get a cold. Plus it's springtime and why not have a springtime cold? Even in Alaska, you know, we've had some warmer weather, which is fun and exciting and all those things, but also a change for our bodies. And so our bodies have to adapt. And it doesn't mean that I'm, you know, immunocompromised or somehow unhealthy or any of that stuff. It just means that my body was under some stress and it allowed it to have to express itself in some new ways and and deal with whatever, you know, I got exposed to or, you know, however you want to look at that on our travels and on our trip. But, you know, I'm traveling into that and like, it's a perfect storm of all the things. So, you know, I just wanted to give you a perspective on what I do. Cause my husband gets really frustrated with me cause I won't just take the pill. Right. And there's reasons for that. One of the big ones is most of the medication and things out there that, you know, we classically reach to and are in the stores and decongestants and, you know, Sudafed and all the, and I used to take all that stuff. And do they stop your symptoms in the short term? Sure they do. But so much of it, especially our kids stuff these days have added sugars. Like you know, there's corn syrup in there or there's dyes or there's all this stuff that actually increases the inflammatory response. And when you have a cold, like your body is inflamed. My sinuses, like I'm still really inflamed. (laughs) And when you're then like taking these medications and still eating the same way and, you know, consuming things like dairy and all the sugar and hidden sugars that we have, like it's just prolonging the experience because your body's trying to fight and also fight off all the things that you're putting in it. So to me, it's just not even worth that stuff. Can you find some of the stuff that doesn't have that added in these days? Yes, but you'd have to look for it and you have to know what you're looking for. And I'm of the opinion, you know, unless it's like a critical 
issue, we're just going to let this thing ride and take the time to do what I need to do. And I know that's hard and it's a hard concept in our world where, you know, we have to work and we have kids and we have families to take care of. And did I spend, because I was feeling a little bit better, I spent like three hours in the kitchen on Saturday. My son really wanted a cake. So I helped him bake a cake. He was bored and wanted something to do. Um, and I ate a piece in a very small sliver and that, you know, had sugar in it. It, it was gluten-free, but it still had sugar in it. Um, and so it sent me back. And yesterday I was feeling terrible again. And, you know, today I'm a bit better and I didn't do any of those things. So it's, you know, recognizing and just if we can slow down for like two or three days to take the time to do the things we need to do and eat when we're hungry and don't eat when we're not. Like, I'll be honest, I ate green beans and sweet potatoes for dinner last night because I just didn't want anything else. And that is what sounded good in my body just wanted vegetables. And that is okay. And so my whole point is like, we have to be willing to create the time and space. And I recognize not all of us live in or have our lives set up in a way where that's easy, but at least, you know, I'm going to say, and not, but, and, you know, it's still possible. Like the world is not going to fall apart if you carve out some time for yourself, if you're really feeling under the weather and not feeling well. And like, sometimes these things happen to make us slow down and wake up and, you know, recognize those things. And I've probably been pushing a little harder this last, you know, month or so because my son was gone. So I had the opportunity to get a lot of work done and, you know, it probably took its toll at this point. Let's just be honest. Like I wasn't great at creating that balance that I usually do better with, honestly, with him around. Cause I take the time to go do stuff with him and, um, and have some more of that balance in my life. So what I want to leave you with is, and then I'll, I'll, and that's also not to say I don't use things that help support my body, but my choices are things like essential oils, which are great and awesome. And I actually don't talk about that much on the show, but they're one of the tools and things that I really love because they, you know, are completely natural. There's no side effects. Um, I'm particular to doTERRA because they have, they've actually hit a point where they have a pharmaceutical grade rating because their oils are reproducible bottle to bottle and how they help support the body is reproducible bottle to bottle. So, you know, I'm taking a capsule at least twice a day with things like peppermint and lemon and lavender and melaleuca and their protective blend on guard um, just to help support the body. Does this treat anything or, you know, cure anything? No, not at all, but it helps support the body. You know, lavender is one of the ones with a pharmaceutical grade rating now, and it helps, it's an antihistamine and it helps, you know, calm inflammation down and lower blood pressure and just, you know, help the body heal. Lemon is a, a natural cleanser and detoxer. Peppermint helps with inflammation and, you know, helps settle stomachs and all of that stuff. Um, and melaleuca is, you know, something that's antifungal and antibacterial and antiviral, same as the protective blend. So, you know, I'm, I'm supporting the body in that way and drinking lots of water and not, except when I baked a cake, not eating things that increase inflammation in my body, but just really giving it time to heal and rest and do the things that it needs to do. And so today I'm maybe pushing myself a little bit to record podcasts and whatnot, but like, that's all I'm going to do. We're going to ease back into this. And I know that in doing so, I'm giving my body a chance to heal, but also my immune system is working. And one of the things that's come out recently that I kind of like shook my head and had a bit of a soapbox moment that I emailed about, but I haven't talked about on the show, um, is in the news now with, with all the stuff with COVID, they've started talking about how our not like at this point, 
whether you've been vaccinated or not, the majority of the population has some level of immunity because most people have had it, right? And they've actually started to acknowledge that natural immunity, oh, it's a thing, who knew, right? You don't have to just get immune in antibody reactions from a shot. Your body is capable of producing them and that it's hanging around. And I don't know why they thought, you know, it wouldn't last long or whatever that is. But it, it, when you have some type of illness or, you know, virus or something, our body builds up antibodies. And it, so what that means is it starts to recognize whatever the thing is. So the next time you get it, it's not as severe or as, you know, the body knows what it is. And so it's able to fight it off a lot faster and have your healing time be quicker. That's essentially the idea, right? And we get that naturally by having the thing or vaccines. That's what they're designed to do is help your body produce those antibodies so that, you know, get exposed to enough of the things so that it has some antibodies and has some protection. However, when you have artificial immunity, which comes from a vaccine, it doesn't necessarily last. Whereas natural immunity, I don't think anyone's ever, well, they've done studies on this. I, I learned a bunch of immunity stuff from an immunologist and it was super interesting when I was going through my pediatric certification actually in chiropractic. And, you know, once we have that baseline of natural immunity, we never lose that. Whereas artificial immunity, like it, it happens helps us for a while, but then inevitably it'll, you know, our body stop producing the antibodies because it didn't happen in a natural setting. So with any illness or any virus or any cold or any of the things that we get exposed to and deal with, our bodies are developing its own response to it. And that's part of why we don't feel well and, and get sick is because that's just part of the process of our body doing that. And so if I wanted to leave you with anything, it's this like a you know we have to be aware of and recognize how we're living our lives and and what we're doing and how many stressors we have and you know if we're setting ourselves up for failure <laughs> essentially kind of like I did over the last month in terms of getting sick in some way but also recognizing that getting sick isn't necessarily a bad thing because it's helping us actually build up our immune system and this especially goes for our kids it's, you know it's kind of geared at everybody but with our kids they are born with only one part of their immune system functioning, the part they get from mom. And so they have to develop all that on their own. And that's why kids get sick all the time because it's their bodies building up, you know, their immune system and, and creating a robust immune function. And that's okay. And when we try to, you know, minimize that or keep everything sterile or, you know, like all of this stuff, it actually makes it worse in the long term. And I can go into a whole thing on that, but honestly, I just don't really feel like it right now. So we'll, so we'll table that for another time. But with that, you know, I just wanted to leave you with those thoughts. Hopefully maybe reframe some of the context of, of what getting sick is and how it happens and whether or not, you know, how strong your immune system is, all of that. Like, honestly, I measure strength of, of an immune system somewhat by how frequently you get sick, but also how easily your body is able to deal with whatever you're dealing with. So like I'm on day five, I think of this cold and honestly, a really good cold can last two weeks, but I'm starting to feel today like, okay, I'm coming to the tail end of this thing and it hasn't even been a week yet. And so I feel like that's pretty good. Right. And you know, for you, there's, um, I'll try to find this and actually post it in the the resources, but I have like a assessment that you can use that really looks at the strength of your immune system, not just based on how you look or how you feel, but on some other parameters. And one of those is frequency of getting sick and on also how hard it is for your body to kick it when you do. So I will share that. And with that, I think we'll wrap up 
for this week. That will be in the show notes. And we will see you guys for our interview on Thursday and then again next week. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm-hmm.